Innal hamdalillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa na'udzu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina may yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa may yudlil fala hadiya lahu wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lahu wa ashhadu anna wa ashhadu anna muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أيها المسلمون اتقوا الله تعالى فتقوى الله منار الهدى والإعراض عنها سبيل الشقى فقد قال الله تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون أو يهو بليف فيا الله سبحانه وتعالى the way that he is deserved to be feared and do not die except as Muslimun. So let us be of those who have taqwa bi-idhnillahi ta'ala. For indeed this is the main reason why Allah Azza wa Jal has legislated the fasting of the month of Ramadan. As Allah Azza wa Jal said, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu kutiba alaykum musiyam kama kutiba ala alladheena min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon. Oh you who believe fasting is prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you, so that you will become of the mindful or those who are conscious of Allah. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Meaning of those who have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah, two-thirds of Ramadan has left. Two-thirds of the month has gone and only one-third of this blessed month remains. And this is why Allah azza wa jal Immediately in the following verse he said Ayyaman ma'adudat That these are only but a few numbered days The days of fasting of Ramadan Is ayyaman ma'adudat It's just a few numbered days These days they come upon us swiftly And they leave us swiftly Wallahu al-musta'an What the believer needs to do He needs to ask himself Introspect what has happened Over the first 20 days of Ramadan The first Two-thirds of Ramadan. Have we become closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Have we achieved? لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Are we of those who, who have succeeded and have become of the people of taqwa in this month? Have we increased in our righteousness? Have we increased in our good deeds for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And have we distanced ourselves from sin? Have we given up bad habits? This is the question every Muslim must ask himself. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Are we of those who have taqwa? Have we rectified our connection with Allah? 
And have we fixed our relationship and our connection with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Well, this is the month of the Qur'an. This is the month in which the Qur'an was revealed. And therefore it's upon us to fix our relationship with the Qur'an. If we have not, then we have 10 days to do this. We have the rest of this month to fix it up. And this is why the scholars would say, if we are not going to fix up in this month, in the month of Ramadan, then when are we going to fix up? وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَهْجُورًا Allah Azza wa Jal says that the messenger said, he complained and he said, Oh my Lord, my people have taken the Qur'an and deserted the Qur'an. My people have taken this book, Mahjura, and they have deserted the book. They haven't lived according to it. They haven't recited it on a daily basis. They haven't made an effort to understand the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They preferred other things over the Qur'an. They preferred wasting time. They preferred poetry and nasheeds and other things as opposed to sitting with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what Allah Azza wa Jal mentions in Surah Al-Furqan. Alhamdulillah, we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we enter the last 10 of Ramadan. And Allah Azza wa Jal has made it such that the last 10 is the best of the month. He has kept the last for the best. So for those of us who did not do well in the beginning of the month, we have the best opportunity now to make use of the best days of the month. The scholars have said that a person who started well in Ramadan, but he didn't end off in a good note, he's worse off than a person who started off slowly, but he ended off in the best possible way. This is the best option. Or it's a better option, should I say. That rather end off on a high, even if it meant we started off a bit slow. Subhanallah. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, Ummul Mu'mineen, the mother of the believers and the beloved wife of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, she said, Kana idha dakhala al-ashru al-awakhid, ahya al-layl, wa aiqada ahlahu, wa shadda, wa shadda mi'zarahu. Aisha narrates and she says that when the last ten nights of Ramadan came, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would keep the night alive. He would stay up at night. أَهْلَهُ And he would wake up his family. He would wake his wives up. And this was not always the norm. That throughout the year, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made qiyamulayl every night. From his sunnah was to make Qiyamul Layl every night, but this was for him. It was actually an obligation upon him. So he did not wake them up throughout the year, maybe at times. But in the last 10 nights of Ramadan, he made sure to wake them up. So that they too spend the night in worship. He kept the night alive, meaning he kept the night alive with worship. He did not sleep during those nights or he slept very little. وَشَدَّ الْمِئْزَرُ And he girded his loins or he tightened his waist belt. And what this means is he prepared himself to strive for worship. This is like someone who rolls up his sleeves and he gets ready 
to do some serious work. This is one interpretation of the statement that it, he got ready to stand in front of Allah and to exert himself in worship. Another interpretation of this is he tightened his waist belt means he stayed away from his wives during these nights. He preferred, even though it's halal, during the night to spend the night in, in standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this was the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam during the last 10 nights. He exerted himself more than what he did before that. And this was the sunnah of the righteous predecessors as well. Some of them would make a khatam every week. And then in Ramadan, every three nights. And then at the last ten nights, every night. So they made extra effort. This is narrated from some of the a'imma of the tabi'een and so forth. So it's upon us to follow their example. The example of our leader, of our imam, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and the leaders of this ummah, the great imams of the salaf, rahimahumullahu ta'ala. From the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was that he also observed i'tikaf during the last ten nights of Ramadan. And he encouraged others to try and observe i'tikaf. And his wives, they narrated that he did i'tikaf in the last ten nights until the year that he passed away. And after this, his wives, then the following years, they would spend the, the, the last ten nights in i'tikaf. And the reason for this sunnah, the wisdom behind it is simple. You spend your time in the masjid. You spend your time where it's easiest for you to dedicate yourself to worship. Where it's easiest to be away from the distractions of the dunya. All of the various distractions and so forth. This is why the sunnah of i'tikaf is there, especially during the last ten nights of Ramadan. How should the Muslim observe these nights? Firstly, some ulama even mentioned that one should try to rest during the day. Even if it means taking a nap during the day, sleep a little bit during the day, so that you have extra effort or extra energy during the nights to be available for worship and be awake and energetic to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is part of its planning that tonight and inshallah tonight is the first of the 10 nights for us. So we should plan to try and relax or try and take a nap so that we have energy during the night. And for this we will be rewarded. There's a hadith of Mu'adh ibn Jabal radiallahu anhu where he said in Sahih al-Bukhari I seek reward for my sleeping the same like I seek reward for my standing. In Qiyam, because he slept with the intention of energizing himself, of, of getting himself that energy that's needed for Qiyam. This was the niyyah behind his resting. And this should be the, the insight of the Muslim. Secondly, we should try to keep the night alive with Qiyamul Layl. And this was the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam, where he stood for, if not the whole night, the vast majority of the night. The best act of worship that we can do is to stand in Qiyamul Layl. In Qiyamul Layl, we are reciting the Quran. In Qiyamul Layl, we will make dua. And it includes salah and standing in front of Allah. 
This act of worship includes all the great acts of worship. Man qama Ramadan imanan wa ihtisaban ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min dhanbihi. We've heard this hadith. Whoever stands the night of Ramadan out of sincere iman and faith, hoping for Allah's reward, his sins will be forgiven. But Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also said, Man qama laylatul qadr. Whoever stands on the night of Laylatul Qadr, Imanan Wahdisaban, Rufirahumataqadama min Dambi. His sins will also be forgiven. And we know that the, the Laylatul Qadr is coming in these ten nights. So if we make sure that we stand during these ten nights, we will definitely achieve Laylatul Qadr bi'idnillahi ta'ala. May Allah Azza wa Jal not make us of those who are prevented and denied from Laylatul Qadr. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. However, before Qiyam, make sure that you pray Isha and Fajr in the Jama'ah. Make sure that you pray your Isha and your Fajr in the Jama'ah. The hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, whoever makes that Isha prayer with the Jama'ah, it's as if he stood half the night in Salah. And this happens throughout the year, not only in Ramadan, and this shows us the virtue of the fard over the sunnah, over the nawafil. This happens every night throughout the year. And then he said, whoever prays that fajr prayer in the jama'ah, he gets the reward of standing the second half of the night in salah. So those who uphold isha and fajr in the masjid, lakum. we say congratulations unto you. It's as if you stood the whole year in qiyamul layl. It's as if you stood the whole, year, the whole year in salah. Subhanallah. At least through the night. May Allah Azza wa make us of them. Ameen. So start with the fara'id. And then make sure you are in the taraweeh. And make sure that you pray the taraweeh with the imam until he completes. In one narration, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was praying qiyam for a few hours with the Sahaba. And as he ended off, they said, Ya Rasulullah, perhaps you could have just finished. And he completed the night. They were so enjoying it so much behind him. They said, you may have just stood until Fajr. And so he said to them, Man qama ma'al imam hatta yansarif kutiba lahu qiyamu laylah. Whoever prays with the imam until he leaves, until he's completed all of the salah, he will get the reward of standing the whole night in salah. Yani it's not a requirement that we stood until fajr. As long as you stood with the imam, you will get the reward of standing the whole night in salah. And this is the secret. This is why the ulama said, to pray in jama'ah, to pray with the imam, is better than praying at home. Is better than praying by yourself. Because if you pray by yourself, you don't get this reward. This only applies in Ramadan, and this only applies with praying with the Imam. This is this, the, the, the hikmah that Rasulullah has mentioned for praying with the Imam in Ramadan. If we can, because it's the last 10 nights, especially we should try and even increase upon this. Yani, meaning if you go home and you rest a bit, You've still got the whole night to go. Most of us, we get home from Taraweeh, 10 o'clock. 
before 10 o'clock. Fajr is only coming at 6. The night is long. Walhamdulillah. What are we going to do for the rest of the night? There are things we can do, of course, but we said the best is to stand in front of Allah. So if you've prayed with the Imam, we said pray until he's completed. If you've made witted with the Imam, then this is something good. Do not leave before the witted, otherwise you won't get the reward of standing the whole night. Pray with the Imam, even if it means you are planning to pray again towards the end of the night or later on. The Prophet said the night prayers is two by two. You can pray as much as you want. Even if it means you pray after the witr. Many people have a misconception. If I prayed witr, I can't make any salah after this. And this is not the case. If you've prayed witr, you can still make more salah after that. No problem. And this is proven in many ahadith. Yes, it is mustahab to make witr the last prayer of the night. This is ideal, but it's not a fard. It's still permissible to pray after the witr. And do not make two witrs in one night. For Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, لا وِتْرَانِ فِي لَيْلَةِ He said, do not make two witrs in one night. It's not permissible. So if you've made witr with the imam, and you pray later on again, do not make witr again. Do not make witr again. This is one option. Another option we have is, if you're praying with the imam, for example, taraweeh, and he makes witr, makes three raka'at, for example, your intention can be to make qiyam instead of witr. So when the imam sits for the third raka'ah, you sit with him, he makes taslim, you can stand up and make a fourth raka'ah. You can stand up and make a fourth raka'ah. Because in that case, you haven't made witr, but you've prayed with the imam until he completed so you get the reward of standing the whole night. But your witr will, be, will come when? At the end of the night. Some of the ulama preferred this option because your witr is done at the end of the night. Others preferred the first option because you've prayed with your witr with the imam. But both are permissible according to the vast, vast majority of the ulama from the salaf up until the latter-day scholars. The second thing we should dedicate our time with during the last 10 is the recitation of the Quran. If you are a bit tired and you do not want to stand, sit with the book of Allah. Sit with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna anzalnahu fi laylatil qadr. Allah azza wa jal, he said, indeed, it is we who sent this Quran down on the night of qadr. Wama adraka ma laylatul qadr. What will make you realize what the night of qadr is? When Allah says things like this, it's to, it's to get your attention. That this is something of utmost importance. What's going to get your attention to this night? Laylatul Qadri khayrun min alfi shahar. He then said that this night is better than a thousand months. It's not equal, but khayrun min. It's better than a thousand months. That we will worship on this night. Your tilawah of Qur'an, you're sitting in the masjid of i'tikaf, your qiyamul layl is better than a thousand months of worship on one night. And this can never be 
This, these are the, 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 the rewards of Allah that cannot be equated to with anything. Then Allah says, تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالْرُوحُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ أَمْرٍ That night the angels and Jibreel descend by the permission of the Lord for every decreed matter. And this is the night of decree. Where Allah sends down the decree for that year. It comes down to that year, to the, to the lower heavens. For the angels of record to take note of. Salamun hiya hatta matula'il fajr. It is all peace until the break of dawn. That this is a night of peace. This is a night of safety. Salam. Shayateen have no, no sultah during this night. No authority. It's a night of protection and peace and safety from the shayateen until fajr comes. Subhanallah. So it's the greatest night of the entire year. And on this night, the Qur'an was revealed. On this night, the Qur'an was revealed. So to sit with the book of Allah جل, is something recommended. And thirdly, we have, of course, dua. Sit and make time for dua during this night. Make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we know the hadith of Aisha, the famous hadith where she said, Ya Rasulullah, if I'm searching for Laylatul Qadr, what should I say? He said, Say, Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni. Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni. Oh Allah, you are afu. Meaning you are the one who pardons. You love to pardon. Fa'fu anni. So pardon me. Yani overlook my sins. Wipe my slate clean. Al-Afu means that Allah wipes your slate clean as if there was no record of the sin in the first place. This is what you are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. These are the three main acts of worship that we should do during this night. We can add to this i'tikaf. Even if it means you're not, as they say, full-time in i'tikaf, you can still come for one night, part of the night. You can make a niyyah to make i'tikaf for 15 minutes. No problem. Come to the masjid with a knee of i'tikaf, short period of time, dedicate yourself to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Qiyamul layl, qira'atul Qur'an, ad-du'a, and i'tikaf. These are the main acts of worship to be done during the nights of Qadr, or seeking the nights of Qadr during the last ten. Some ulama said it's restricted to this. And it's not a time where you must go give charity and go do other, all these some people plan 20 different forms of worship. I'm going to do every good type of worship that I can do because it's the night of Qadr. But the scholars said the Prophet didn't do this. Sahaba didn't do this. What they did was is they stood in the night prayers. They sat with the book of Allah. They sat and they made dua. And what they did not do is they didn't have celebrations. They did not have celebrations where we come to the masjid and we have a ceremony. Right? They avoided innovations, especially during the blessed times of the year. Stand with, in front of Allah, attend the Qiyamul Layl program, khair. But avoid things that the Prophet ﷺ didn't do. Avoid things that the Sahaba did not do. Avoid mass gatherings. 
of dhikr and salawat and these things, they did not do these things. If you want to make dhikr, sit and make dhikr. If you want to make salawat, sit and make salawat. If you want to make dua, sit and make dua. This is the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam, and we should avoid innovations throughout the year, especially during this month. Allah Azza has made this night unknown for a reason. Although they have made it easy for us. The Prophet said, seek it in the last ten. And in one hadith he said, seek it in the odd nights of the last ten. They've made it easy for us. But the reason it's not been specified is because this is not a ritualized deen. Where we only come and we worship for one moment and we go. Allah wants us to strive to find the night. So that we seek it every night. Every night of the last ten, especially the odd nights. And of course, it's the view of Ibn Taymiyyah where he said, the last ten is only known from the end. When is the last ten? It's only known if the month is going to be 29 or 30 days. That you'll only know from the end. So his view is you must seek it every night. Not just the odd nights. Because the odd nights you will only know which is the odd nights of the last ten when you, the moon has been sighted. This is a view of Shaykh al-Salam Taymiyyah. Other ulama perhaps didn't hold this view. The point is seek it during the last ten. Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah he said, had this night been so unknown, and it wasn't known at all. Yani imagine the Prophet sallallahu said, Laylatul Qadr is one night in the year. He said, I would have sought it every single night. I would have sat every night hoping to find Laylatul Qadr. Ibn al-Qayyim said this, we have just ten nights. Just strive for this ten nights, at least. This is what is required of us. أقول هذا القول وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولوالدي ولوالديكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله على إحسانه والشكر على توفيقه وامتنانه وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أيها المسلمون رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم he said إنما الأعمال بالخواتين that indeed actions are judged by the conclusions and Ibn al-Jawzi رحمه الله he said when the race horse knows that it's nearing the end of the race the end of the track what happens as he slowed down, he's taking it easy at the end, he exerts himself with every effort to win the race. Any race you watch, there's a, a close race, what happens? They keep the best for last. So he said, do not allow the racehorse to be more clever than you. For indeed, actions are judged by the intent, by the conclusions. So if you didn't do well with welcoming Ramadan, perhaps you will do better by bidding it farewell. And it make this end your best. Strive to the best of your ability. As hard as you can during these ten nights. Because these days are not like any other days. They are greater than any other days, any other nights. And the rewards of Allah in these nights are multiplied like never before. So let us be of those who take heed. هذا وصلوا وسلموا رعاكم الله على بشير النذير 
محمد بن عبد الله فقد أمركم الله بذلك في كتابه فقال عز من قائل عليما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد فرض الله عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة والتابعين وتابع التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم انصر المسلمين في فلسطين اللهم انصر المسلمين في فلسطين وفي كل مكان برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم بلغنا ليلة القدر اللهم بلغنا ليلة القدر اللهم بلغنا ليلة القدر برحمتك وكرمك يا أكرم الأكرمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة